what's up for another episode? Let's go. <laughs> Ooh, it's early as shit. <laughs> Man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be real intentional today with my enunciations and bringing the energy man um outside of everything i'm like really excited to pod um yeah i'm just excited um i think i'm still floating off that kendrick concert man um no that shit i don't know if you stopped through (laughs) i don't know if you stopped through the midwest or not um but definitely go see him man that shit was uh a1 did he have he, um, the uh, ventriloquist dummy, whatever week you went to to the show? I don't think so. No, I didn't know he was changing it uh, up like that. Yeah, there was a clip on Twitter with him with a dummy of himself. He was not doing it very well, but he <laughs> he had a dummy with him, I guess. Yeah, maybe that got scrapped. Um, <laughs> he said, "Yeah, this can yeah, wait." Man. <laughs> <laughs> for the next album mm-hmm. nah um i i the first time i saw well the second time i saw him for the damn tour um i felt the same way i was like yeah like i feel creative i feel the need to like go this hard mm-hmm. like me and my brother used to always get into like these conversations about me like uh being a hater and i'm like nah i just feel like if it's art that you're like going crazy over, I should either feel like, dang, like that's like light years ahead of me. And like, you know, where do I stand in comparison to this? Or I should feel like energized to create. That doesn't mean it's not good if I don't feel those two things. But like for things to be like excellent art pieces, whether it's painting or music or like a film, like if I don't feel like, energized to like go get in my bag to be that good <sighs> it's it's it, it, it's good that don't mean it's not good but it's not you know it's not um, it's not just you it's the way a lot of us qual- uh qualify professionalism it's like the same thing when you see somebody doing it horrible like at quarterback on tv you're like man i could have made that throw like it's like <laughs> oh yeah i could i could have made this song like you got to see some... Even, like, the Jordan doc or, like, you know, interviews about Kobe. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pick my camera up. Mm-hmm. Like, two completely different lanes, but I'm going to go get my camera. I'm going to shoot something today. Like, so, um, if you need that energy, yeah, try to pull up on them. Um, and I had nosebleeds. I was telling you, I've never bought, like, nosebleeds seats before. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of mad because I was like, man, this is not, like... This is not going to be a good show. I'm way too far. Man, I like by the time he stepped out, I did, I forgot. <laughs> like he did his thing, man. Um but outside of that, uh life is good. I stepped back into to hell. I'm back working again. Uh the first gig was super easy though. Super easy. I was watching Psychopaths. I plugged in the laptop and let a PowerPoint roll. So you know, <laughs> it don't get much easier than that. That's good bread. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Um, so uh, I think the universe needed. I need. I need. I needed that uh, gentle step back in. But uh, that's pretty much all that's going on with me. What about you? I just keep my head down, staying productive. Mm-hmm. A whole whole lot of nothing, and I'll take that. <laughs> we're we're slowly <laughs> approaching wedding season, so I just been. 
uh, ordering texts online, trying them on, sending them back, getting them back. Yeah, it's a... Uh, you might as well buy a text at this point. Oh, but you got to match the color scheme. I think the... Well, the tux for the wedding I'm about to be in is just this plain black one. And I think another $117 will, is the difference between renting and buying. So I might just buy it. It's the most plain of all the tuxes of all the weddings. So it might... Yeah. yeah it might be worthwhile closet piece. Uh, yeah, I've been back in the gym, uh, grinding it, some coding stuff, and trying to get out of my uh, anime music slump and actually taking some new things. And it's been it's been going. So yeah, nothing nothing crazy. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, man. Let's let's just get into music. If uh, if there's nothing else, I don't think there's anything else. Yeah. Um. Oh man, <laughs> is it me or is there like a lot of music? It feels like it, but it's uh, mostly stuff I'm a glance over. Nothing too crazy on my end. Okay. Um. Well, yeah, let's start with with the main thing. Uh, Beyonce dropped. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> While uh, I'm not like, you know, the core audience, uh, the third listen on a walk when I didn't have anything to do was a lot uh, better. Like, I think I don't think I had a chance to like sequentially hear the flow of the album. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like, okay, no, she definitely like got in some bags that I probably wouldn't have picked up on skipping around trying to hear you know, this song, but the lead in, I'm like, okay, now this is fire. Um, I'm sure just like with uh, Drake, the the bangers when you hear them out and about are going to hit way different than <laughs> my AirPods <laughs> in the middle of nature. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, like I, yeah, I, I need to get twerked up to thick. Uh, <laughs> like that just got to happen. Dog, for real. Um, but uh, yeah, it's... You know, it's Beyonce, and she beyonce real heavy. And, uh... <laughs> that could be, like, 50 different things. Oh, what things. else? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no, but, like, the... Oh, there was there was this one beat that was, like, super fire. I hope, um... That's what I wanted to say. So, I also saw Flying Lotus. Um, mm-hmm. We kind of talked about that. I won't stay on that too long. But it was basically a bunch of like EDM DJs opening up, and like it was basically like a house party, which is fine because I've been dying to go to a house party. Mm. I just was expecting to go to a Flying Lotus concert, yeah, and uh, yeah, so like there was that, and then I had to work the next day, so I was very eager to go see him and go home, and he missed his flight and didn't get there till late, so. I wasn't really, you know, in the mood, but I did hear some Drake songs. Depending on the venue, like, it could also help. What was the venue like? Because I remember. Oh no, the bro, the venue was fire. The venue was excellent. It was kind of like when we went to go see uh, Childish Gambino. Mm. Like it was kind of like general admission tickets, mm-hmm. so you can go up or down. But they did have seats. But if you wanted to dance, you could. But it also didn't look like people was like moshing and pushing. Like niggas was just high and dancing. Mm. Like, honestly, if that was a Saturday and I just had the day to bullshit away, I probably would have been down there grooving in the tank top. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if I had a known. But, um, but no, I did hear some of the Drake 
uh, songs from the last album, like, you know, with the DJs actually getting a hold of them, mm-hmm. putting them in a set. And this shit sounds really good. Like, super fire. Um, no, anytime I've heard it on really good speakers, it definitely is solid background music. Like, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's not revolutionary. I think people gave it too much crap. Like, it's okay to have shit that sounds good while you're doing other stuff. Like, that type of music is important. Yeah. It's, yeah, let it let it be. But, uh, no, back to Renaissance. Um, I feel like I kind of screwed myself in the beginning. I was trying to listen to it the first time <laughs> off four hours of sleep. Uh, mm. heading to work, not in a great mm-hmm. mood. I was like, nope, nope, this ain't this ain't making me feel anything good or bad. Nope. <laughs> but so I tried again the next day, uh, in the gym, and yeah, like I I was well rested. I was working out, needed some nice nice grooves and whatnot. And yeah, the first half was definitely for the girls and gays, and it was solid. But I was like, yeah, this this ain't for me. But th- these are these are jamming. But then once I hit the I will say though, like Alien Superstar is growing on me real, qu- real quick. Uh, Cuff it is solid. Mm-hmm. Energy was fine, but I think once you get to the church girl to, to thick s- section of things, it's just yeah, it just was going crazy for me. I was like, yeah, this is this is fire. Um, yeah, shout out, yeah, I started my little groove at Cuff it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sid though. I guess she produced plastic off the sofa, and you can, you can hear that influence. Uh, there's mm-hmm. probably a reference track of her singing over that too somewhere. Um, <laughs> Virgo's groove is really, really good. I can't wait to be mm-hmm. outside, like rooftop vibes mm-hmm. with that one. Um, he did low keys underrated. I feel like I don't see a lot about that one besides like, you know, everyone going back and forth about the meaning of the lyrics. Blah. Like, <laughs> like yeah, that was kind of whatever, but um yeah, that that middle part really, really got me. Um, and if I liked it that much in the gym, I can't wait to hear it in a more casual setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's probably gonna come on uh, in Soweto. <laughs> oh yeah, I think that's in that's in two weeks. The rooftop. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what he's talking about? There's this um, Sunday Sunday only invite only rooftop party they have uh, downtown. I didn't know it was invite only. Well, I mean, you got to like register on the email list. You can mm-hmm. still buy a ticket to the door if there are some, but it's a little cheaper to get on the email list. But it it does make you feel more exclusive. Like, ooh, we got, we, we're in. Like, <laughs> And it's at this rooftop bar that I feel like people don't really know about in general. So um, I did register for this one. I think it's next week or two weeks out. But um, yeah, I will review it. It sounds like some swanky shit it looks like some swanky shit their ig is popping like uh i was scrolling through it and some of my friends are like in their ig and didn't even know they're <laughs> part of the promo i'm like yep you are uh immortalized <laughs> as part of the 4 p.m in soweto uh <laughs> vibe so yeah i'm gonna find my next uh or i'm gonna find a nice flowy shirt and my favorite sunglasses and get up there and and have a ball but yeah they're probably gonna be spinning all of this like yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see this album in action for real. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I'm trying to also do my boyfriend duties and get some of the merch off the site. Uh, that that blanket is a cool 112. We we go see. We, I'm, I'm trying to not get a t-shirt. I'm like, while a t-shirt is practical, nah, come on. There's a there's cool stuff on there. So yeah, that's a uh, part two of all this, and then I guess part three is attempting to 
get some of the tour tickets and, and all that. We'll see how that goes. I was thinking about that, too. I was like, am I going to go see? I'm like, I feel like those tickets are going to be nuts. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's looking very gift as far as, <laughs> as, far as going. <laughs> like, I know somebody will want to go, even if I don't. But, yeah. Mm. Two tickets. Oof. I already know that's going to hurt. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Oh man! But yeah, no, it was um, a solid album. Um, I heard word that this is like part one of multiple albums. I don't know when other stuff is dropping, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Production was great, vocals were great. Um, yeah, energy was good, and I liked that this had some range. Like I like this. It wasn't like it wasn't uh, trying to do one thing to a fault, and it wasn't trying to do too many things to a fault. I think uh, mm-hmm. it just showed some excellent range, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> where do we go from here? Did you? You probably didn't listen to Joey Badass's album, did you? No, I think I just listened to all the ladies this week, minus Duke Deuce. Okay, um, I could it. I could give it a brief synopsis. It was really good. Um. I would say it was a graduation from 1999. Mm. Um, the sound was a little bit more evolved as it should be, but we definitely got classic Joey Badass. Um, yeah, it was some good, interesting features on there. Larry June was on there, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Conway or West Side Gun, one of those. Um, yeah, he got a song with uh, like Chris Brown, mm-hmm. which I didn't expect. It wasn't a terrible song. I just didn't expect it to go that way. Um, but all in all, no complaints. The only thing I would say is I think it would have been a great project if it was like 40 minutes instead of an hour. Okay, it was too long. Okay. Uh, is there something that like you it, got? It was too long. It would... Go is ahead. there something you got like 30 seconds of? Give us uh, some flavor. Yes. Yeah, I didn't listen yeah, yeah, to yeah. any of it. Yeah, um, I only got one song, but uh, my my critique is that uh, it was too long with kind of like repeat songs. Sure. But this is a brand new 9-11 with a West Side Gun. Yeah, I feel like that is like the best representation of how the project is like different but the same. No, I, I literally was like, I checked the box in my head. I was like, yep, okay. <laughs> like, I, I, I got a feel for what we're going to get probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it goes both ways, old and new vibes. So, um, But definitely check it out, definitely. Because, um, yeah, I think I'm still like in the crawl of like letting music, new music, consume <laughs> me. So we're, we're, we're getting there. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Did you check um, out Duke Deuce at all? That shit was low key kind of hard. No. <laughs> and something was telling me to no. I was like, I'm missing the album, and I've been meaning. I'm like, what am I missing? It was low key kind of tough, man. Nah, I know it was. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. There's no question about that. Crunk Star 2022 album from Duke Deuce. Like, I just saw the Twitter conversation. And I was like, all right, no one's joking anymore. They're actually like really fucking with this. Not that they were joking in the first place. I just assumed they were. I was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know." I know Buddy is like off all these memes and stuff, but is he is he like that? And yeah, no, this shit just is hard from front to back. It don't even make any sense. Um, hmm. Gosh, what would I even play? Oh, and for those who are like, "Who the hell is Duke Deuce?" You probably heard "I Ain't Worried About It" on Twitter or on TikTok or both. Uh, but I would play probably falling off track five. You kind of get a feel for how all of this is. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, Rico Nasty, dope, dope. Bitches, I let my shows with no top. They taking it off. They taking it off. Fuck you, thought, boy. I got money, but bitch, I'm popping shit off. I'm popping shit off. I got the ice and the money, the drip. Bitch, I'm a boss. Bitch, I'm a boss. Bitch, I'm the king of crunk, so it ain't no falling off. No falling It ain't no falling off. No. Y'all nigga popping off. It ain't no falling off. No. Y'all nigga popping off. It ain't no falling off. No. Y'all nigga popping off. It ain't no falling off. Hey, this is a problem right here. Dog, <laughs> Rico Nasty eats her verse alive later. Like, oh, you know she does. Yeah, this album was going so hard for no reason. Damn, I'm so mad because there was like at least two or three days where I was like, I need to be listening to somebody. I was like, they're not like huge, but I know it's gonna be like an energy filled out. I'm like angry that I didn't get to listen to this beforehand. Um, and I think it's been on the notes since like the last pod too. That's why I threw him in the on deck section. I was like, all right, so yeah, we need to get to oh, this even man. if lightly. But yeah, no, it's it's hard. Oh man, but the, the uh, day yeah, I was talking like... to it, I should have at least texted you because I was like, wait, this is going kind of crazy, and I'm just like eating my late dinner. Like, <laughs> this is yeah, this is amplifying the food too. Like. <laughs> I think it was a night I was eating uh, those cucumber boats, too. <laughs> I was like, this is an unusual dinner. It's not the most hearty, but man, hold on. This this food's better and this music is bringing it, bringing it all together. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, shoot. It has been a while because uh, I also listened to, um, well, I guess I'll stay in the same vein. Uh, we can go to Flo Millie next, but. Steve Lacey's album was really good. Like, really, really good. Um, I think I listened to a little bit of that. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I definitely gave Flo Millie a full spin. What was your favorite off there, you think? Um, not going to lie to you. I'm so happy about her trajectory, though, in general. <laughs> like, she is, yeah, she's up there for me. Um I was 
I was um I almost wish TikTok didn't take conceited away from us. I feel like it just that the be- beginning half of that song is like ah man like I feel like I hear the beginning half of this song way too often, but I mean good for her. <laughs> that yeah, that shit helps. Yeah. Um, you know what had me uh, had me stuck though? There was a song that felt like it was missing a Busta Rhymes feature so bad. But, like the fact that she captured like a sound that seemed like that is more important anyway. But. I feel like it was either bedtime or, yeah, I think it was bedtime. Just felt like it needed, like a Busta on there. Let's see. Yeah, no, nah, um, I gave her the full spin. I think I got a, uh, I think next week would be a great week to listen to it. I think I was consuming so much. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't give her my uh, undivided attention because I'm like, she's definitely rapping. I think that's the one thing I like about Flamilli, Um outside of like, because like, you know, people make good songs, but she be rapping too. Yes. Yeah, she be going in, man. And I like the whole theme of this uh, VH1 show thing she's doing. I hope she makes like some more videos, just clowning them old reality shows. They've been great so far. <laughs> but yeah, to kind of slow it down a little bit, uh, Steve Lacey's album was incredible. Very easy listen. Um, and I think uh, the public favorite is probably the one that also just gives flavor to the whole album. It's not my favorite necessarily, but um, if I had to give anybody an idea of this, I would play Sunshine featuring Fouché. I need to figure out how to pronounce her name correctly now that she's popping up so much. I like, yeah, I feel like we played her like yeah. a couple years ago, right? Yeah, we, yeah. we have. I, yeah, I still just haven't heard her say it or anybody else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got that queued up. Looking like it's all catching up to you lately. Been a couple months since I told you it's over. Caught me up guard when I saw you last week. Oh, so tough, but you bluffed when you had me. Saying my ex like my name ain't Steve. Gave you a chance and some dopamine. Safe to say after me you peep. Still to give you dick anytime you need. Admit that I wasn't lost. You're taking it just as hard. Quit up. 
workout. We was doing the pod. <laughs> <laughs> they crazy. Yeah, no, I have a a gripe with people who do the ex thing. I'm like, we're all mutual friends. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Say my yeah, I got a friend like, who used to do that. Say my ex, like my name ain't Steve. Or I got a friend who used to do that. I was like, bro, mm-hmm. you mean? <laughs> We was all smoking last week. No. <laughs> like just last week. Like, nah, you can't categorize me if if, if, if everything's at, at, at peace. <laughs> That's funny. But no, nah, I just oh, liked him man. like low key dropping bars, and then they did like a back and forth right there. I was like, nah, this is great. We need to have a music video for this song too. I'm gonna check that out. But nah, this. Ooh, uh, there's also a song on there, Cody Freestyle, that. I don't know. Something about it made me want to write to it. Like something about that instrumental and stuff. It's kind of a slow build to like be playing on here, but yeah, Cody freestyle. Like I don't know. It did what you were saying at the beginning of like drew an artistic um, spark in your head. It definitely made me want to find mm-hmm. a pen, pen and paper <laughs> real quick. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's really good album, man. Um, oh, I don't see what's clocked in that, but it's not super long. Like I think I had a. Real, real long day, and I didn't want to go lay down just yet, so I like laid on the couch with the cat, put my headphones on, mm-hmm. looked up, just in the dark, just like fuck it, let's let's let this rock. And yeah, it was. It boosted my spirits, but also helped me relax in that moment too. I was like, yeah, this is really good. Um, yeah, so shout out to. Him. Is that gonna be a Gen Z thing to sit in the dark and listen to music? Like, it should it disappear? <laughs> but like, there's other th- like we didn't have the phone like. <laughs> You know, I, I don't know. I wonder if they do stare at the wall in the dark. And I mean, there's I, I no need to. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Especially with TikTok. <laughs> you know what? The the other granular thing that I wondered about, like, do the kids do that now? Is a uh, I remember I was bored at my part time job recently, and um, I was I made a paper football, and so I folded it up, <laughs> and I was sliding on the table, started flicking it around. I was like, wait a minute. This was like a ancient, this was like a, a thing that only a few of us did anyway. <laughs> do the kids now do this on tables, like at lunch and stuff? So yeah, that that kind of old man brain is starting to cross my mind too. Like, are the kids still? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, because it was a, a chosen few who could like, you know, make the ball. <laughs> yeah, like it's a weird triangle to fold. Like, it's a, such a silly game. You probably don't even think it's cool unless you like enjoy that. Like, yeah. So even on a less, you know, small scale like that, yeah, laying down and do, how how do how do the Gen Z kids sad like when they're not trying to you know press record and sad <laughs> and right. review reviews? How, <laughs> how do you privately sad now? Mm-mm-mm. Oh man! Uh, the only other oh. song I had a song. Uh, I think it's called Break My Heart, Why Don't You by Sid. I had it for like two weeks ago, but it just like the pod was not flowing towards this making any sense. <laughs> so I just left it. But since Sid was mentioned in the Beyonce wave, I might as well. Because uh, yeah, her album was pretty good. I don't think I finished it, but this song definitely caught me. Oh, but it's sorry. It's listed as BMHWD. Okay, because I was like. Sorry, yeah. 
It's not the full. You probably typing the whole thing real fast. Oh, yeah, I got it. Well, I was trying to type that in. It wasn't coming up, but I must have hit a typo. But, yeah, we we read it now. I didn't know I missed her music until now. That's what I'm saying. It came on shuffle and this playlist of stuff. And I was like, that looks like album artwork. What's going on? And <laughs> so, yeah, no, there's a, there's, a, there's a whole project. Yeah, it's a whole. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to that. Um, yeah, I got some other album homework. Um, yeah, it's called Broken Hearts Club. It's like 13 songs. Excellent. <laughs> From this year. Yeah, yeah, we got to... Uh, yeah, let me like this right now. Yeah, I'm going to drop that in the on deck section of the notes. We should definitely talk about it more. I bet there's some some real fire on there. Yeah, she got Lucky Day and Smino on there. Yeah, <laughs> it's a must. Um... <clears throat> Remember last episode when I played that uh, Anderson Pack song with Domi and mm-hmm. JD Beck? Mm-hmm. I like that. Have you ever heard of them? Uh, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they dropped the album too, and they popped up on my um, release radar or something, something. Mm. Um, I'm gonna play a little bit of this song. I know we about to get out of music, but this is the vibe. It's this is Anderson Pack, Snoop Dogg, and Busta Rhymes. I'm on linger. I just want y'all to know. I'm trying to create this uh, syllabus of homework for y'all. Mommy, bad enough. I let her fly it. Keep a pistol in her glove compartment. In a tinted Rolls Royce, spilling cushy crumbs, sipping gin. Yeah, I'm like, who are these little kids? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why I get like Hansel and Gretel vibes from them, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's funny you say you that. The album, there, there are like duos of men and <laughs> men and women <laughs> who like <laughs> feel. Yeah, I I totally get just. Do you remember in the YouTube era? Um, it was a, uh, I think the, the group was called Carmen. It was a white dude and that white girl, but she like. They're not in the group no more, and like, she raps now. Like she's vaguely like she's the one who's the the cause of that TikTok sound, the silhouette TikTok sound. Mm. Have you seen my silhouette? 
like that it's giving oh yeah for really? yeah she was in that group and they were the first like duo to give me that handsome Gretel mm. video. <laughs> like their shit was so, so actually horny, i think horny is... bruh and i think what do you what do they have now is a uh, um what's that duo now that be performing they did a uh, closer that that white duo mm-hmm. yeah that, mm-hmm. i think that that duo is never gonna die <laughs> every generation has one wasn't that uh didn't sunny and Cher start all this weren't they the- <laughs> i think so they were the, they were the first duo to to just give you that that feeling <laughs> that like mm, yeah this is actually know. two women oh it is okay yeah still but like masculine vibes like yeah i don't know that's funny. Oh man, that's well, funny. Well, their production, is, their production <laughs> is good, but yeah, that uh, no super fire. <laughs> yeah, that corny feeling duo will never die. There, there will always be one. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see. I, I guess we uh, making that good old transition. Yeah, that raps music for me only because there's nothing on the Maggie Rogers album that I felt like needed to be played. Maybe it'll grow on me. Maybe it won't, but. With that being said, play me in. Let's go. Yeah. What, what, what are y'all doing? What are you doing? I'm gonna choke somebody today, man. <laughs> man, YouTube don't want you to be great today, man. Uh, oh, I'm keeping it in. I ain't changing my little last shit. <laughs> uh, can we work oh, backwards man. and start with nope, actually? Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, let's start there. Man, that movie was fire. Yeah. Um. Nope. 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 Yeah. Nope was a uh, really good. Um. I didn't watch the trailer too much. I I'm at a point where like if Jordan Peele is dropping something, if it doesn't look uh, obscenely stupid, I'm probably just gonna go. Mm-hmm. But that's how I am about most things. Like even with the Kendrick thing, he was telling me, like I didn't get on YouTube and I just want to experience it there. Um. My girl was like, "What is this about?" I said, "I don't." find out (laughs) um yeah i think it was a good take on uh aliens and like this is just a weird ass animal 
Like, I like that. Dude, yeah, I thought that was really inventive. Like, I haven't, I'm not like a sci-fi buff by any means or horror or anything. Yeah. So someone doing the whole, yeah, something's out there, but why does it have to be a machine full of people? What if what if it's just a, th- a thing? Like, what if it's, what if it's hungry? <laughs> I was like, hey, yeah. yo, like that, that just kind of added to the terror of something being out there. I was like, you know what? I guess if something uh, was up there and just, you know, a physical entity, I guess, maybe we wouldn't be able to scan it all the time. Like, we wouldn't expect to. Like, a big metal ship, something going to scan it. But, like, a balloon bird monster (laughs) probably could hide. (laughs) Probably could hide. Stingray. Yeah, big. uh, (laughs) Dude, it was funny. I pulled up the Pokemon Kabuto, and my girl, like, spit out her, her lemonade laughing when she saw that. I was like, this is basically what was up in the sky. Uh, but I was, uh, yeah, that's the first thing I thought of was that damn Pokemon. Um, yeah, but now I, at first I'm like, man, Jordan Peele bold for making a, um, a you know, an alien spacecraft just the shape of a flying saucer. And then I was like, oh, yeah. it, it ain't that. It, it ain't that. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, man, it all just, I don't know. It was just ordered correctly. Mm-hmm. Like the, the sequential part of it was done well. Um the thriller aspects of it, like something was just like, you know, you just felt like you were itching the whole time to figure out what the fuck was really going on. Um, and it was just so strange the way his, uh, his, his dad died in the beginning. Like it was like something, what, what, what the fuck happened? It made you think it was bullets flying out of the sky. Like who's shooting the aircraft yeah. at, at their house? Like what? Like it, it totally seemed not supernatural for very long. And it just, it worked to like make your mind just keep going. What the hell is going on? Especially when the key hit the horse, it's like, mm, okay, so it's not guns. Like what is going on? And then, um, like just like cinematography wise, like the, those, some of the, some of those scenes were super iconic. Like, or I hope they are someday, mm-hmm. but, um, like the, the house when it was covered in blood, like that was pretty fire. Like just mm-hmm. like the night scene and the it's blood raining sideways like that's some really terrifying shit like <laughs> that is and then <laughs> it's like it's it's fried because like an animal is just taking a shit on the house but no this is scary as hell like <laughs> this is fucking terrifying oh <laughs> uh, yeah well some stuff um, that uh or immediate thoughts of yours just in general so in the movie you know was in my put my film cap on uh so many good um uh, Suspense. I think that's something that I've been trying to like capture is like understanding like suspense and like uh, the rules. And I feel like he did such a good job of like maintaining it. I think I'm going to get all of my film shit now. I do feel like suspense is kind of like sex in the sense of like when you're trying to like induce an orgasm, like it's all like talking and like foreplay. And like, like if you do this right, like. We don't have to be whamming and bamming for like hours. Like the orgasm can be like quick and blissful, and it's like all this prep work. Like I've been sending texts, I sent you flowers to the house. I didn't, you know. And then we do like the forty minutes of warming up, and it's just like I feel like that's what like suspense is. Um, it's like the longer you hold it, as long as the payoff is decent. Because like the thing that I think about is like you know when you watch these horror movies. The alien or the monster is never as scary, and they show it, and it's like, oh, well, I guess I've seen it now. Like, I don't really care. Um, but they made it still scary to see the, the, the monster. 
throughout the whole film. And I don't think that was just because it looked so great. I think it was because all the suspense work, you know, and then when it like untangled and you see all these like deflated balloon thing floating in the air. Um, I feel like all of that is like, for lack of a better word, orgasmic. And you kind of reflect on the whole duration of the film. Like, you know, you've done the like busting at him like, ah, this wasn't really worth my time. I feel like you kind of leave the movie at the end like, mm, that shit didn't really make that much sense. Like, it was a fun ride up until, and then it's like, that shit was kind of dumb. <laughs> um, and so that's like my thing. Like, I think one of the things he did good early, it was so many different stories. Like, the son not really wanting to sell this business of horses. Like, I'm just like a cowboy ass nigga. Like, my dad did this. Like, I felt the, this wasn't supposed to be my job energy when he was dealing with them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a real thing. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. Like, um. Yeah, it didn't last super long, I am but very, I did like OJ's, like, you know, descent into more responsibility and just like his confusion as to how the hell this is all going on. Like, like what are, what are the odds that now I'm thrust into this because some shit fell out of the sky? Like, what? Like, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um. I did have questions, a lot, a lot of questions when I left. So, you know, I hopped on Twitter and to see because mm-hmm. um, I, I didn't really understand the keys and stuff um, in the beginning scene. But the way somebody explained it was like he only ate like organic matter, like everything that wasn't human. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He needed, yeah. He needed to eat the fleshy things. That's why he spit back out the decoy horse and uh, he couldn't digest the flags. Or yeah. the wheelchair. So in my mind, or, I was or the wheelchair, <laughs> or yeah. yeah, or the watches. Yeah, because yeah, it was a bunch of like stuff, other stuff. Yeah. yeah, and I did step out for like a second, so I was like, maybe I missed some of the things that came out. But I, I, because I, I, I thought it was just the plastic, because that's what the initial focus mm. was on. But later in the movie, you do start to see other things come out. So, um, I'm like, okay, that's answered. Um. The floating shoe was like the one thing that kind of was like, okay, what was that about? I tried to read, and the, the first thing I saw was like, it's just showing that there was a bad miracle before. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's all I saw. Which I felt like was sufficient enough. Like some people were, you know, whatever. I go to the movies to shut my brain off. If you like, if you can do enough work, I'm good. And I feel like that work was done, but uh, yeah, man, the storytelling was like top notch to me. Especially to I connect it the, all to the Gordy's home situation, that that like kind of added to the just everything the movie was trying to say about like creatures and like their domain and um, prey versus predator and like being territorial. All like it all tied together with such a strength. Because at the beginning, I was like. Huh? Is this part of the? Is this a, another preview? When they were talking about like the birthday <laughs> gifts and Gordy's home and this old school TV, I was like, "Is this another? Like, what is going on?" But yeah, it kept connecting to it. I was like, "Yo, my boy did not learn his lesson. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> he had this whole traumatic experience, and now he's trying to fuck with the thing in the sky." Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, that's, that's the last thing I would do. No. Yeah, boy, mm-hmm. boy was tripping. <laughs> 
but I think what added to the um, anticipation that you were talking about of like the buildup of things, uh, I don't know if we had figured out that the the alien was a was alive at that point. But when everybody was getting sucked up into its insides, and they kept showing that angle from like inside mm-hmm. down, and you could hear everybody screaming even while it was moving. I was like, I can't remember at what point, but I was like, all right. They're being digested very slow. This is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit had me messed up. I was like, all right. So, yeah, <laughs> that buildup you're talking about is what? Yeah, I was like, uh. And then it gets to the point where I'm, like, looking for its eye specifically. I'm looking for, like, I'm just trying to, like, materialize it even more. And I think maybe that was part of the, his, the planned anticipation. It's like, all right, now that you know this isn't just a disc, like, you gonna keep getting glimpses of little other parts of it, but you're not gonna be satisfied because it don't look very fleshy still. Like it's still just taking a shit everywhere. Like it, like it's somewhat, you know, an animal, but then it's still in your eye. It's not like you can't really tell still, but you know yeah. it's. I was like, ah, this is so creepy. <laughs> like what? What? Like, <laughs> is there a planet full of these? Is there another one in 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 uh, the west, like the east coast? Like what is going? Like where else is it hiding? Did it get lost? Like, mm-mm. yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> Everything about that creature just opened my mind of like, what the fuck else is out there? Uh, and then even when we <laughs> left the theater, I was like, yeah, we got to get inside. Like, <laughs> it might be something up there for real. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I don't know. And then it, it, this, the thought that it was in stealth mode the whole time, and like the way they opened it up because they were trying not to look at it. I was so cre- I was so creeped out. I was trying to look not to look at it. I'm like, wait, I should look at it. Like, I, I've been curious the whole time. <laughs> I, I'm like trying to look at Daniel's character and not the alien, while Daniel's character is also trying to look away. I'm like, wait, I, I can look at it. What the heck? And you just see it start to like <laughs> get more fleshy. It's like, oh nah, what the fuck does it actually look like? And then like you're saying, it busts out them damn um, the strips from the car wash out of its <laughs> mouth, and nah, I was like, this is. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know who thought of that, but uh, there was this podcast I was listening to that was talking about like what's at different depths in the ocean, and there's something mm-hmm. called a comb jelly, like not a jellyfish, but a comb jelly, and I guess it's the uh, it in its anatomy and like whatever it's you know it seems like a jellyfish, but they have no relation whatsoever, and it's like this translucent blob and it has no relation to any other sea creature and it's like more than 10,000 something something in the ocean so I'm like wait a minute it's not actually a fish it's just in the bottom of the ocean no eyes like mm, this might have inspired this this creature cuz it's just it's just <laughs> a big ass whatever so i don't know man maybe uh maybe our weird aliens aren't above they might be below too but maybe somebody knew about this when they were like trying to put this creature together um as well but yeah, comb jellies, that kind of, outside of the Pokemon thing, I was like, there had to be reference for this thing, because this is, like, the strangest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm looking up comb jellies now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I like the, the whole sequence of um, using the balloon men to set up that, that war field. Like, mm-hmm. I liked how everything could be connected to hunters trying to tame a beast, like I just like what, mm-hmm. and it was just so strange. I'm like they got these Best Buy cameras, they got the the <laughs> handheld camera, and they got this this uh, that weird director out there. Then you got Angel, and it's just such a ragtag group. 
And then the TM, like the TMZ, like it's still connected back to like what would happen in this case in 2022, but also it just felt so like they were in the jungle, but they, it was such a wide open space. Like people tired of tame animals, mm-hmm. like, oh, we got to use water in this way, we got to use the elements in this way, we got to use our surroundings. It was just dirt. Like they could have easily got <laughs> ate up real quick. Like there was not a lot of hiding points. They couldn't shoot it. Like it was, they had to really, really, really get creative. Like most movies where people got to get creative in the, in the hunt, it's like setting booby traps and stuff, but not using the balloon men and uh, even angel, like wrapping himself up in the barbed wire before he got sucked up. Cause it would fuck up its belly. And I was like, yeah, this is crazy. Like everyone's thinking on their feet. So cool. And, <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, this is really dope. But to tie back to you mentioning the um, uh, going to the movie blind, I wish I was completely blind because the, uh, the anime reference, the major one was definitely kind of ruined for me. Like, it just felt like I was like, waiting for it the whole yeah. time. I was like, man, I wish I just didn't know this was happening because, like, as soon as she broke the police tape and then did the slide, I'm like, ah, man. I didn't get to enjoy it fresh. But interestingly enough, uh, my girlfriend got to enjoy it fresh because she related that scene to uh, Michiko and Hachin, how Michiko was sliding on, on that mm, big-ass bike. Yeah, That's what she thought they looked like to her. I was like, oh, so that's what it's like to enjoy this scene fresh. <laughs> like, she wasn't thinking about Akira the yeah. whole time because she, <laughs> she never saw Akira, but she saw Michiko slide on that big-ass bike before. So I thought that was pretty And for all we mm. know, like that is informed by another movie or i don't know i think i was just so mad about that because i was hitting you it was like less than 24 hours <laughs> like After people were met yeah yeah it was, and i was like was in, and i was planned to see pre- it, the first. it was in the preview but yeah going into it fresh i got i got it i feel like that it was a direct reference man like the bike was the same direction like Damn near, like, the way it was getting turned on and, like, the police tape breaking and the, the direction of the slide, the length of the slide. It just was, if it felt like the slide. Mm-hmm. And people do it all the time, and it purposefully, in the cartoons and stuff, too. So I'm like, all right. I wish I came into it fresh, but, God, that was still so cool to see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, What else? Yeah, man, I, I, I'm excited to see what else he does. Um, the idea of spectacle was really cool, too, where um, film in general started off with the black man on a horse, and then the entire course of history is about to change with the black man on the horse, like, connecting to that. And then, like, how the alien, mm-hmm. was, the alien was watching us, and, like, we were they were trying to watch it. Like, yeah, the idea of, like, yeah. Spec the spectacle of things and like we never see no black man on a, on a horse, let alone in motion. Like you know, I'm not <laughs> there, and I could whoa. Then it's like black man on a horse and seeing some shit nobody's ever seen before. Like and trying to give it to the world again. And yeah, I like that connecting of uh, that idea. That was pretty cool too. Um, and then the uh, the the agreement thing with the Gordy. And him, and then how Daniel's or OJ and the alien came to the agreement. It's the only way he didn't get eaten at the end. The alien was like, "Hey, you know what? I fuck with you." Like <laughs> that shit looked terrifying seeing them green, green, you know, shits coming out of him. But I guess he he had his moment of the fist bump with Gordy, which was uh, mm 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 mm. Wait, say that again. Like you know how 
I just forget Steven Yoon's character, the um, the the uh, the guy who was trying to buy the ranch. Mm-hmm. You know how in the he, he the only reason Gordy didn't kill him at the house because he was the only like, actor that he didn't like hate, and they like were, yeah. were about the fist bump. So essentially, mm-hmm. like OJ and Jean Jacket had their fist bump. Like that's why Jean Jacket didn't eat him at the end because they had their like I respect you as a fellow like animal in this area and like you ain't been making eye contact with me you ain't been trying to like you tried to you know feed me that fake thing like you've been respecting me out in space and just trying to like use the horses as bait or just run or whatever and i haven't been able to catch you or find you so i think him opening the green flaps and doing all that like i think it was them doing their fist bump like when gordy found the kid under the table and he's like, oh, it's you. Mm. And then gave him a fist bump. Like the alien was like, ah, it's you. Okay. Yeah. Because the only hmm. person he tried to eat was the dude that was trying to call him out for spectacle. But all OJ was trying to do was like survive and also like hunt him. So he kind of like respected the hustle is what I got out of the Gordy to the jean jacket thing. That's what I got out of that. Yeah, because they were very close to each other. He should, he should, he could have got eight alive right then and there. Like they were super yeah. close. Yeah. Um, I th- I thought it was interesting too that, you know, uh, Kiki Palmer was like the one to get the picture and you know, oh finish man, I love that sequence. Yeah, because it was kind of like you know she was like I was supposed to get you know Jean Jacket was supposed to be my horse like that was like the whole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, nice little wrap up. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't really give a fuck if you got something negative to say. This shit was fine. <laughs> yeah, that shit was really cool. Yeah. Just Nobody a, was getting beat up by police. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was just come a, on, yeah, man. It was just an interesting <laughs> thriller sci fi concept. Yeah, it wasn't beating you in the head with anything crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I think I'm going to go see it again. Do you think they were hinting at, not hinting, but like, is there some like strange director that we all know that was like that, the Ed guy? Like the deep voice director who made the handmade camera? Or was he just a, just, just a eclectic dude? I was like, he reminded like, me they... of somebody. He kind of reminded me of Warner, Ver- uh, Werner Herzog. I think that's, mm, yeah. I don't think that's who they were trying to recreate. Mm. He just feels um, like somebody for, for, he does. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, somebody was like going on and on about like, oh, you when they shot on IMAX. I'm like, shut up. People don't even know what IMAX is. <laughs> nope, I like, sure as hell don't. Like, I didn't know that was IMAX. Like, just thought they had a film camera. Like, hey, do you th- you think now that the alien got got is gonna shit out the camera that he got the footage of? Because he got something. Because remember, he was like, we don't deserve the incredible or whatever before he got sucked up. You think he'll shit out the camera? or It's gonna like. Because all you need is, you know, the film out of it. Like, you think he's... Realistically, that's probably ruined because this is just my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, he grabbed... I thought he grabbed a completely different film camera, though. That's what I thought. When he ran up on him? Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, I thought he, he might have built another one. Because, yeah, that, the one they built didn't seem very mobile. Yeah. And so he was, because he was saying it's golden hour, so I'm like, all right, fine, like, great. 
I get it. But so what? You got the golden hour shot. You didn't think to toss that. But in my mind, I'm like that film can is probably gonna pop open and ruin the film. Like you know, the film can't be exposed to the sunlight. Um, damn, damn, damn! All we got is that picture she took at the at the OK Corral. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Damn that scene of the alien eating the <laughs> that big ass balloon <laughs> popping. <laughs> Nah, that shit was fried, bro. Yeah, what what what, a, what an interesting film, man. Yeah, that shit was good. Um, but yeah, next on the list, I have uh basically Netflix, you know, getting new anime. Uh, they I think I talked about it last week. They got Vinland Saga, uh, subbed and dub. But then they got this show, Heaven's. Uh, wait, is it Heaven's official blessing? That's what you wrote. Heaven's blessing. Know. Yeah, I think it might be heaven's official blessing. Um, it's not an anime. It's Chinese. Yeah, heaven's official blessing. Um, it looks really good. Uh, feel free to like pull it up and look at it or whatever. Yeah. I um I typed it in and I was like, what is this? And I was like, this kind of is giving me Avatar vibes. And then I'm like, oh, because it's like based in China. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like different scenery. But um, I have no idea what it's about, but I'm going to watch it next week. Okay. Um, and then I think I'm rewatching Vinland Saga while we um, figure out what to add else on the list. But um, as far as Psychopaths is concerned, season one through four is available on Amazon Prime. Wait, Psychopaths? Yes. One through four? Oh, I don't know why yes. I couldn't find the other ones. Yeah, I um, I finished season one. I was like, all right, where's the rest? Because uh, I, I heard there was more, but yeah, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, but. you told me that. I would have, you know, not said nothing. And then I looked it up, and I'm like, well, let me see. Yeah, it's all on Amazon Prime. Yeah, conceptually, season one uh, drew me in. It did what it was supposed to do. Um, I'm curious to see where they take the rest and if the idea is about dismantling civil if it even can be or if they touch into the topics we talked about of like passing this technology on further in the world or other people try to hack into it that sort of thing i'm i'm down to see that um and also see how the main character grows now that she's not a rookie anymore um if they plan to that or if they tackle other police forces and stuff uh that would be interesting to see but i think season one wrapped up in a good way uh i think it mm-hmm. tied together them um exposing what the hell this thing really is um and i felt bad for a dude who like found out what it was and they had to murk his ass I'm like damn but yeah. the concepts of uh like the the main villain like the idea that he they were trying to recruit him to be part of the collective it was pretty wild. Um, Cause then you imagine some of the other people that are, their brains are in the jars in there. They were all willing. Well, some of them were willing to be in there. I don't think I would ever be part of that. Like 60 brains in the jar. <laughs> like you are the, the law. Like, mm, no, <laughs> they're like, yeah, your brain is so messed up. We need you to be one of these brains in a jar. Like, mm, okay. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, man. I don't know. It's funny. Like as I was watching the show, I kept thinking outside, like what my crime coefficient would be at any given moment. Like especially while some wild shit was going on around me. I'm like, damn, no, nah, my shit would be <laughs> off, the, off the fucking charts. Um, yeah. Uh, what else did I like from the wrap up of this season? I like just off rip, like how circular it was. Mm-hmm. You always gonna win me over with like circular things, like. You know, um, God, what is the main character's name? Uh, Shorty that was. Uh... Yeah, I watched it so intently, but I'm, I'm doing so bad with the, the character list, bruh. Let's see. Let's, see. Let's pull him up. Akane. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Akane kind of came in all timid and then like she was just like extra cold hearted at the end bringing in new, the new girl. I thought it was interesting that it's another uh, young woman that's like promising and like tested really high. I'm like, okay, they cooking. This is about to be, I feel like whoever this chick is, it's going to be bad news. Yep, yep, yep. I like the, the relationship <laughs> between Masaoka and his son. Like, I like how they don't tell you off rip that they were uh, in that relationship. I would find mm-hmm. that very odd, bro. Like, can you just imagine like for one, working with your dad, and then two, he was once a great detective, whatever, but now he's technically like doing this shit in chains and you're still there, and yeah, that relationship must have been so weird, like yeah, I like that they had some kind of tough conversations towards the end, but man, like, just what a weird relationship to have to have. Mm -mm. Yeah, it was definitely giving uh, Uncle Iroh vibes. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, and then for him to, like, the way they just smoothly went into, like, him being an enforcer at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't wear glasses no more. <laughs> I just don't care about that shit. Like, hey, Maki- I just don't care about anything. <laughs> now, Makishima, in the, the, like, the police transport ship, figuring out everything, and him, like, still sneaking out of there i was like yeah nah this dude's a mastermind <laughs> like, this dude's not okay because i don't think i would act so calm when they're like hey uh you're kind of crazy we like that you're gonna help make this uh policing system better we just need to take your brain out of your head and you're just done like life's over for you <laughs> all right how's that how's that sound and he's just you're like, done. <laughs> like uh, yeah, we're not going to pay you, but we will snatch your brain and use it for the better, you know, for the greater good. How's that sound to you? Like, what the fuck is that? Are you kidding me? Like, hell nah. But then he's like, we're not on a, we're not on the ground, are we? Like, he just knew how to get the fuck out of there. And that shit was kind of creepy how the police chief was just like one installment of all those brains just mobile mm-hmm. like that shit was very mm-hmm. creepy and like how she would and then you'd see the scenes of her talking to everybody after you figured out what she is she's like oh we couldn't catch him oh we shouldn't do this ah don't worry about it ah we're good like just like the corruption being focused through the one person it was just kind of scary because like nobody knew what was really going on um yeah that shit was wild and I like how they just wrapped it up cleanly of Makishima actually getting murked instead of like this open-ended, did he get out, didn't he? Oh, Kogami couldn't pull the trigger. Like, I was like, just, yes, just kill this. <laughs> just get this over with. Like, thank you. But episode 2021, 20, I wanted to fight this nigga. Like, Makishima was like just the perfect villain. 
He was just he's devious like, as fuck. He was like the Joker you hate. Because like in Dark Knight, like the Joker's <clears> kind of <throat> crazy, but it's like, you still kind of like him. I hated this nigga. <laughs> Bro, yeah, Joker was trying to open eyes and whatnot in, the, in that iteration of him. Like, hey, we're robbing banks. We're making society think. Like, we're pitting people against each other, kind of. In smaller scale, but now nah, this dude was just like, "How menacing can I be?" Like at all? Yeah, he was. Mm-mm. And the way he was just like moving and grooving and manipulating the system, like the way he made a, um, Akane like basically, because she had a shotgun, so she wasn't gonna cleanly shoot him anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it like just you know, murked her friend, and and now Akane's kind of like hip to like the whole oh, I really should have a blurred up ugly psychopaths too but i'm just predisposed to be yep. shiny and clean yeah yeah those scenes were was, all fucked when it was like damn you got the shot but the dominator don't even know what it's looking at like that is that is tough like oh man they gotta add the dominator to apex <laughs> that gun, that gun look crazy <laughs> nah that gun is expanding like three times its size and just nah who thought of that shit but yeah, I hope the other seasons kind of tackle like um, other Dominator weapon iterations, um, other flaws in the system. Uh, I bet there would be like a Makishima Disciple organization, probably mm-hmm. more helmeted people looking like the TMZ guy from Nope with that <laughs> that silver helmet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those are kind of my hopes a little bit. And shoot, as it Damn, as like, it evolves, they're gonna just tackle more issues with technology, probably. So, what do you say? No, I'm just even thinking about like something about you saying that reminds me, like you know, episode five, mm-hmm. they were in like the virtual reality world at the when they were at the club. Or are you talking about when they were just like, yeah, let's just say at the club. Well, it, like, it was like a, know, it was like it a, was basically like a like they was having like a whole dream con type thing. Everybody like wore their avatar to the club. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking like fried. the way we get from there to like shooting homie outside of a cornfield, mm-hmm. like that story arc is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's 22 episodes of heat. But then not only that, they didn't let the technology disappear. Like, mm-hmm. like you see it kind of in action. In that space, but then, like you mentioned, when they were transporting him, I think that's one thing that they did really good. They let the world exist, but they didn't emphasize the world too much, just when it needed to be used. Mm. Yeah, because they could have like never showed people like in their little costumes or whatever, and then just showed him in this like makeshift, Mm -hmm. you know, holographic hospital, and it's like, oh, it's an illusion. But like, no, this technology exists, and we play with it and. It's the metaverse, but also, like, we use it to, like, manipulate the situation. Like, I think the world building is really good. Um, whoever makes this is obsessed with blowing people's arms off. Like, too many people <laughs> lost their arms. Arms specific. Like, so many. Maybe, maybe, they're, maybe they're a Star Wars fan. Because Star Wars maybe. emphasizes people losing one arm all the time, too. Like, it's always just the arm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's a Star Wars was... thing. Somebody was looking nuts. Masaoka after. lost his arm that was already robotic. Then, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm like, what happened to him? Like, <laughs> like they just reinforcing that you gonna lose an arm. Yeah, it was two um, other. It was two other arms. I think were blown off. Yeah, two or three. 
And it ain't subtle. No. <laughs> like, like they're like twisted and contorting and yeah. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> that shit's got to either be the most painful thing in the world or like the quickest. Because that shit. Mm-mm. Cause it's just so quick, like it's just so quick, and then you gotta imagine it's like <laughs> nine thousand degrees, so it just like already cauterizes the like injured spot because it's so hot. <laughs> nah, bro, don't put me near no fucking Dominator, bro. Get me out of here. Mm-mm. Yeah, the the other the other seasons should tackle like like does sports still exist? Is it all robots playing? Just so the people's uh, crime coefficient can stay low. No one's playing sports anymore. Like, like, yeah, I just got to see what the hell else is going on in the world. I think that'll make the show successful in that way. And other parts of the world, too. Because they talked about how Makashima was going to ruin the infrastructure of, like, food. Mm-hmm. They kind of t- touched on it for two seconds. They're like, wait, if he does this, this will cause that to happen. All the crops are controlled by that. Damn, nobody's going to be able to eat. And then, yeah, I was like, damn, him ruining the civil system is going to fuck up food? Like, I thought this was just for crime prevention, not, yeah, it was, yeah, that that whole concept that he could just fuck up the whole world with what he was doing was very interesting, so. And I think, too, it was dope that it, it's still, and, like, very much Japan. Yeah. Like, yep. like, hey, we, we want to be, like, self-sufficient and not dealing with the world, mm-hmm. like, like that's just a little ethos piece of um I guess national <laughs> thought process or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um one, I feel like it would be offensive to make that from the other side of the water. <laughs> but to get that like peak in the culture and thinking it's like pretty dope. Maybe there's a lot of Japanese media that do that just for um like maybe there have been a lot of ideologies since like what World War Two of like being shut off from the world, not being involved in certain stuff. So maybe it like plays off in some of these fictional stories. Like what if we did close mm-hmm. ourselves off from these wild white people? <laughs> like what if we did just cut, <laughs> cut this shit? What if we did just cut this shit out and just figure our own shit? Because uh, yeah, this isn't the first time we've seen that um, in in this in this uh, you know medium, but. Yeah, all in all, just a great, great show. I'm going to watch the other seasons. Probably at a slower clip, but I think I just want to see if they tackle anything mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, I think eventually after season two, it goes subbed. So, yeah, it'll probably be a little slow. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, watch anything else interesting? Mm, nah. Yeah, that kind of yeah, that kind of covers it for me too. Uh, let's uh, get into the games. finally did it i finally did it i have something else to talk about that's not apex or persona <laughs> uh, what is it? i picked up death stranding uh since it's part of the playstation plus premium god they need to make it a shorter thing 
Um, yeah, I picked up Death Stranding. Is for the PPP. Yeah, the PPP loan. Um, <laughs> they loan me. They loan me Death Stranding as long as I can afford to be on this service. Um, yeah, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, basically. Fucking <laughs> 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 PlayStation Plus Premium loan, bro. That's what that shit stands for. Man, <laughs> so, you know what? I, I, honestly, I'm gonna give you guys a sidebar. I know we should probably include more <laughs> like just life shit. So, uh, I work in a hotel again. Um, one of the managers in there, and last weekend there were some kids in there, like 14 of them. I knew they were not of age, and they're like, you know, those videos like just in life when people are like, you know, act like you belong here. They were not acting like they belong there. Like they were like moving, just funny, whatever. Like. One kid had like a brown bag. I'm like, mm, I wonder what's in this brown bag. Like, y'all, it's a Friday night. Y'all in this hotel lobby because you're not old enough to be anywhere else. Hmm. But no, nah, anyway, it was funny because like uh, the dudes were trying to get flicked up by like the coffee station. And again, this ain't no like swanky five star hotel anyway. So I'm like, all right, these pics are lame as hell. But then like I look up and like dudes got like a stack of money that's like two cereal boxes, like just a stack. I'm like, Damn, I feel poor as shit. I'm on the clock. These <laughs> niggas just walking around like asking for trouble, bro. Like, and then like other dudes just like pulling out wads, just walking around the lobby with like wads of cash. And then they come up to me buying snacks and shit, talking about keep the change, <laughs> like all this shit. I'm like, God dang it. Um, <laughs> but nah, then they were taking Snapchats, talking about hey PPP loans, tap in. Like I was like, oh my god. So like. You just saying PVP like just made me remember how <laughs> my last weekend went with these guys holding up wads of cash and all this. But uh, anyway, back to Death Stranding. Uh, it is a one of the weirdest. I don't even know if one of like it might be the weirdest game I've ever played in my life. Um, and I had to kind of get my brain out of like this feels like an American thing and remember, nope, this is Japanese as hell. But it just happens to star Norman Reedus and happens to take place in America and happens to be like mm. a U.S. focused dystopian story that is in English. Uh, but it just it was hard to like remind myself like this is so weird and like pacing so weird because it's Japanese. Like, you know, how a while ago we talked about the whole like anime like to just thrust you in a world and make you accept it. Mm-hmm. This does that and it's super jarring because it's. It like it's all white people mostly like and there's a black dude it, it, it's american as hell um and it focuses on a post-apocalyptic america and it's all english voice acted and all that i'm like what why are they just throwing me into this like the first hour and a half i'm like what the fuck is going on um so if you haven't seen much of like what the story actually is um so america's gone to shit and <laughs> There are, there was a big bang, basically, like the third big bang. And this mm-hmm. one, like, destroyed the rift between, or the the divide between the land of the living, like, you know, earth and naturalistic, like, plants and water and everything. The, the lines got blurred between earth and wherever you go when you die. So, basically, mm. there's, like, these ghost-like creatures called BTs that are all over Earth and if they like get you they can transport you to like the land of the dead but then also when BTs are around they kind of accelerate death 
on earth so like you'll know a bt's coming when you like see a flower it'll like bloom really mm. fast and then die really fast and like things around mm. it will like they're, they're like literally death bringers but they're not ghosts they're like the other side of existence is like blending with earth it's kind of where earth got fucked up it's like you can't really go outside and it's also affected people genetically like i guess some people mm. are able to see the bt's some can kind of sense them and then uh, everybody that dies, like no matter the cause, you you like create this like crater that attracts more of the BTs. So it's like not safe to just leave a dead body anywhere. Like you got to ca- calculate where you put people. And then there's this lady you meet at the beginning who can like literally just teleport like for no reason. Like it just thrusts you into this very strange like. It just thrusts you right into it. Like, I, and I have to keep reminding myself, like, this is an anime, this is an anime, this is an anime. But, like, I finally got past like, the very beginning. So, like, I'm, like, into it. I'm, like, yeah, this is just, this is some very weird anime. Like, this is not. Um, and for those of you who n- don't know, it's made by Hideo, Koji, Hideo Kojima. And he's, like, a very touted director. He made all the, the, uh, the Metal Gear Solid games. Like, he's the dude who made all that. And he's a huge movie buff. And. Shoot, he was even talking about Nope this weekend, I, I think. But anyway, uh, yeah. this yeah, this is his his latest brainchild that's not Metal Gear. Or uh, he also made this um, horror game that never came out called, um, what is it called? I forget. There's like this PS3 horror game that like only thousands of people have it because they like decided not to drop it just yet. And so yeah, everybody likes anything he makes. It's like super weird and wild. But anyway, so yeah, the uh, death and life are like connected in one and then the main character sam porter bridges he's like the the best ups man that the u.s has left and so since it's not safe to be outside everywhere he transports things on foot and he can also sense the bts naturally but then they also have this technology this like uh, a scanner that's on his backpack and it looks like a like um like imagine a fan, but the fan, like the the ends of the fan, can snap like this, kind of like how my hand is doing. There's like lights. Yeah, no, the, I'm, um, yeah, you you watch. I'm it. looking at. Yeah, he has this weird yeah. fan that like can sna- uh, can scan the BTS, and so you got to use that, and you basically are trying to transport packages from A to B, because it's safer for you to do it than a human who can't detect the BTS and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what the game is about. You're a glorified UPS guy who has to go on foot. And so like, you got to dodge the BTs, but then also part of the game is like maintaining your balance, which I know sounds crazy, but like you're going up these like mountains and cliffs and shit, avoiding ghosts and trying not to fall over and wreck the packages you have. Cause like the very first mission, you have to transport the president who is also your mom and you got to take her dead body to the incinerator. Cause it's safer for her to die there than it is for her to die at the white house. Cause you don't want the last remaining U.S. like, quote unquote, city to be in a crater and attract the BTS and stuff. It's the strangest shit ever. Like, it's just it's this just, is a strange game. It's extreme. Uh, I'm it. Yeah, it's extreme. <laughs> that's what I was trying to tell you. I was like, even if you don't play, you should watch it because I feel like it'll please your like film brain. But it is so. It's literally an anime. It's just so strange. It's just so weird. Um, and they've got like recognizable actors playing some of the characters yeah, like besides yeah it's it's really like i think uh guillermo de toro is like this doctor who wears this like freaky ass red leather jacket <laughs> like and all the doctors got these <laughs> freaky red leather coats on in the operating rooms and shit and 
And then I guess there's these things called uh, bridge babies. And they were mm-hmm. babies whose only purpose is to, like, help you see the BTs and see other, like, things from the other side. Like, from the death side. And so you connect one of the bridge babies to your, your jacket and it connects to your scanner so you can not only test, like, certain dead things, but you can see the BTs better through the bridge baby. And then, like, every time people connect to the bridge baby, they just cry a little bit because you're connecting to the other side and, like, other memories of other people who are connected. It's very, very weird. Like, it's trying to tell you something. I don't know what it's trying to tell me just yet, and I'm glad because, like, I think it's trying to tell me a lot. But How many hours have you put in? Less than two. I, I I think I just delivered. Oh yeah, I'm buying this today. Yeah, I just delivered his mom to the um, incinerator, and then like they want you to feel the loneliness of it because like you're going up these hills, and you have to press L two sometimes to like regain your balance on your left hand side, and you can feel the tension of the PS five controller like struggling to like get your weight back, and then sometimes to be completely solid, you need to hold both triggers so he stands up straight and like walks better while he's carrying this heavy ass cargo. And so now I'm at the part where they're trying to explain to you, like, now this shit gets kind of deep because you're, like, trying to maintain your balance, trying to dodge these death ghosts and deliver shit. And then there's, like, this cool, like, ambient music playing, this cool, like, techno shit. And every time, like, a a song song gets played, they put up the artist name and shit because, like, I guess Hideo had, like, real artists come out here and, like, get in their bag and, like, make this dystopian music (laughs) for some of these long walks and it's visually stunning. Like some of the scenes don't even look like a game. Like they look real as hell. I'm like, yo, this shit. No, yeah, I'm I'm looking at it now. It looks crazy. And there's some parts Damn. where you can spin the camera in full 3D during cutscenes instead of like just moving it slightly left and right between the two characters talking or whatever. You can kind of move the camera all the way around, and that shit added to the suspense because there's a scene where you're like in the back of a truck with this dude, and the BTs are trying to like get you guys like in the the smoke in the distance but you can move the camera all the way around so i'm like yo i don't know where they could be like i don't even know if i'll have to like fight back right now or like yeah they they do suspense really well they add the loan they make the it feel lonely pretty nicely and yeah now this is just the anime like and so essentially i think from what i've seen because i've kind of looked at some stuff you're gonna have to make like bridges and use ladders to make more pathways to connect because america's like all fucked up like nobody's really outside there's few cities left it's hard to get packages anywhere blah 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 so like you're literally gonna bridge america back together so like his name being sam porter bridges is like so corny like his mom being the president doesn't seem to matter like she wants him to connect the world and bring society back and he's like i don't i don't really want to and like they try to shove all that in the first hour but then it's like Yep, this is this is uh this is what anime does. Like I gotta just get used to this. Like they're just gonna shove shit down my throat and I gotta figure out what the fuck is going <laughs> on. And like some of the monsters they actually show you in the beginning are scary as shit. Like yeah, nah. Like I'm like, yo, I have to fight that eventually or avoid it or what? Like, yeah, so yeah, I, I think you'll like it. Um I'm gonna keep playing. It definitely has my attention. It's just so weird, like it's weird and yeah, stressful. I think this is and, a, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like the gameplay is probably going to be similar enough to uh, Last of Us. To where you get the suspense, you get the action, you scavenge and create weapons. And yeah, 
Yeah, it's starting to. This will hold it, my attention. It's building. It's building slowly, but I think we're gonna get there. I'm probably gonna get more weapons. And then if you look at the menu, like your different um, abilities, like I see, like there's like a stamina meter, balance meter. So you get better at some of this stuff as you go. And I really hope so because these fucking BTs are freaking me out. Because <laughs> I had to stop what I was doing. I was like, wait, you mean to tell me I gotta get from here to there, not fall over, not get ate up by these ghosts, and oh, bro, you have to like hold your breath when they're too close to you. Like you have to, you have to press, you have to hold R one so he like holds his breath so they don't like know where he's exactly at. But if you hold it too long, like you gonna have to, and then they hear that and like nah, it's oh, <laughs> no, like, nah, this is not okay. I'm gonna buy this when I get off here. <laughs> this is not okay. Um, yeah, I haven't got caught yet, but I was like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking up at some point. These monsters look scary as shit, and they don't have feet, bro. Like when they're like around you. You see handprints, and they like make the heaviest sound ever. I'm like, what are they? Like, <laughs> like yeah, Hideo's a genius, bro. I'm not far at all, but this shit is like just so strange. But yeah, that's been my latest uh, playthrough. I probably once I get cozy with it or figure out my setup, I probably want to stream this a little bit. Just it's it's so slow mm-hmm. and weird, but like yeah, I feel like people would enjoy just watching it because it's it's so weird. The PS5 controller does add an element too, because you really feel the tension on those triggers. You can feel every footstep in the controller, like as he's walking. You can kind of feel it vibrating differently. So uh, yeah, I, it's it's very immersive. I'll say that. You gotta have some headphones on. Like it just add yeah, it adds so much. You gotta put headphones on. That yeah, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> as soon as we wrap, I'm finna go buy this shit. I think I think you'll like it a lot. It's very weird. <laughs> Man. Um, cool is is that it for the week yeah we can call it there because uh, pretty soon here we're gonna probably have actual new apex news well there is new news but i haven't watched it yet so we'll just wait mm-hmm. but uh the season 15 trailer dropped yesterday and they also dropped the the new character she's like uh she's of latin descent and uses bats in some way so uh yeah niggas finna be getting attacked by a swarm of bats probably (laughs) this this game never ceases to it's so funny because literally the day i was like maybe i should uninstall this until october like give myself a fucking break from this stressful ass game and then they dropped that trailer of the the new character i'm like damn it (laughs) like here we go and then i guess they're adding the vault and the g7 back to like the loot you can find on the ground instead of waiting to get it from a care package like no, not two guns. I like a lot being back into the the mix. Here we go again. So, yeah, see, yeah. new season coming up. But uh, yeah, I guess we can talk about that more as we get to experience it. But we can uh, we can call it a pod, man. Cool. As always, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, like us on Spotify, Apple Music, all of that stuff. Rate us, push us up. We really, really about to get in the trenches with uh, just making sure the content is premium. So uh, pass the word. Engage us. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Peace.